from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music, an interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Desires. 
about His love. Think about His goodness. Think about His grace that's brought us through. For as high as the heavens above, so great is the measure of our Father's love. Great is the measure. listening to Adventist World Radio the voice of hope from Pune India and now here's a nature study dear listener today we're going to talk about water east africa is one of the driest places on earth which is what makes nairobi such a significant name for a city in that region the name comes from a maasai phrase meaning cold water and it literally means the place of water Throughout history the presence of water has been both life-giving and strategic whether a person lives in a dry climate or a rainforest water is a non-negotiable necessity in a dry and barren climate knowing where to find the place of water can mean the difference between life and death our spiritual life also has certain non-negotiable elements that is why jesus upon encountering a spiritually thirsty woman at a well declared to her that he alone could provide living water he told her whoever drinks of the water that i shall give him will never thirst but the water that i shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life john 4:14 like the deer mentioned in psalm 42:1 and 2 who pants for water our souls thirst for god and long for him 63:1 we desperately need the sustenance that comes only from jesus christ he is the source of living water that refreshes our hearts rivers of living water rivers of life so free flowing from thee my savior send now the rivers through me jesus is the fountain of living water Thank you for the nature study. We are sure our listeners enjoyed it. To learn more on nature, keep listening to Adventist World Radio. We will be studying different objects of nature because there is a simplicity and purity in these lessons direct from nature that makes them of the highest value. The children and youth, all classes of students need the lessons to be derived from this source. In itself the beauty of nature leads the soul away from sin and worldly attractions and toward purity peace and god dear friend death struggle pain and violence were not part of god's original creation let's discover what was the world like when god created it to know more on god's word you could also write to us here's our mailing address adventist world radio 
पोस्ट बॉक्स नंबर वन सेवन पुणे फोर वन वन जीरो जीरो वन महाराष्ट्र इंडिया यू कुड ऑल्सो ई मेल ऑन एडवेंटिस्ट मीडिया सेंटर एट जी मेल डॉट कॉम यू मे ऑल्सो फॉलो आर प्रोग्राम्स ऑन आर वेबसाइट ए डब्ल्यू आर डॉट ओ आर जी स्लैश इंग्लिश प्रोग्राम बिफोर यू हियर गॉड्स वर्ड Be 
time to hear God's word. Dear listener, this may sound odd to you, but it is true. Food often appears as a symbol in the matters of faith. It was a piece of fruit that was object of the first temptation in Eden. God's chosen people signified their belonging to him by avoiding foods that he forbade. Leviticus chapter 11. Dear listener, on the night that God freed his people from Egypt, an event known as Passover, he also prescribed a particular meal for them to eat. That same night they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire along with the bitter herbs and bread made without yeast ever since it has been the custom of the jewish people to eat that meal with the juice of grapes for a beverage on the anniversary of this event it was during one of these passover celebrations that jesus gave his followers a new insight about grace it too involved food on that passover night the last one he would celebrate on this earth jesus took into his hands the unleavened bread and the wine while they were eating jesus took bread gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples saying take and eat this is my body then he took the cup gave thanks and offered it to them saying drink from it all of you this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins do this he told them in remembrance of me matthew chapter 26 verses 26 to 28 and luke chapter 22 verse 19 naturally the disciples took that to mean that what jesus had done they were to continue to do this and so after jesus was gone they reenacted the last supper over and over again so did those christians who came after them early christian believers weren't sure precisely what kind of ceremony jesus intended so they celebrated in several different ways at uh, the ordinance they called the lord's supper communion and later mass sometimes it was a formal ceremony during a worship service at other times it was just part of a fellowship meal but they never had any doubt what the lord's supper meant they knew that in this service jesus had given them a powerful picture of his crucifixion of his sacrifice of his body and blood for our sins they knew that the bread and wine were symbols of their salvation in the centuries that have passed since then christians have come to hold differing beliefs about the lord's supper roman catholics believe that in the first lord's supper when jesus said this is my body and this is my blood he meant that the bread and the wine had literally become his flesh and his blood furthermore they believe that every time a priest repeats those words over bread and wine those elements again become jesus's body and blood and the bread and the wine have undergone a transformation so that now they actually convey god's grace this doctrine is called transubstantiation 
Protestants not only differ from Catholics regarding this spiritual ordinance, they differ among themselves as well. While Lutherans reject the idea that the bread and wine are transformed into the actual body and blood of Christ, they believe that Christ is bodily present in these elements, a doctrine called consubstantiation. Many other Protestants believe that these elements are simply symbols that serve to remind us of what Christ did for us at Calvary. And those in the Reformed churches take an intermediate position. They say that while Christ is not bodily present in the physical elements, the bread and wine, he is really spiritually present in the communion service, which thus provides a fountain of spiritual virtue and strength. Dear listener, what the Bible tells us so that we can say about the Lord's Supper? What does the Bible say it is? What does it do for us? Firstly, dear listener, it is a reminder Jesus said, Do this in remembrance of me. We take the Lord's Supper because Jesus asked us to think again and again about what he did for us. I want you to regularly recall my last supper with my disciples. He seems to say and to remember what I taught them about, my sacrifice for your sins on Calvary, that I will move you to open your hearts to faith in me. Then I will forgive your sins and enter your heart. Secondly, dear listener, the Lord's Supper vividly teaches the message of Christ's death and resurrection. In fact, I believe that the Lord's Supper is the only means by which we can understand the consequences of Jesus' death on the cross. A venerable Christian document says that the bread and wine are certainly sure witnesses and effective signs of grace by which Christ doth work invisibly in us and doth not only quicken but also strengthen our faith in him. In other words, taking communion reminds us in a powerful way of Jesus' death for our sins. The bread and wine vividly remind us that Jesus can still forgive our sins and put us in the right relationship with himself. When that happens, we can't help but renew our invitation to him to enter our hearts and minds and bring us even closer to himself. Thirdly, dear listener, it is the way of worshipping Jesus and welcoming his presence among us. Protestant theologians use the word ordinance to describe the Lord's Supper. An ordinance is any activity that God established and made sacred. Yet it's not the bread and wine that are sacred at the Lord's Supper. is the praise, prayers, and participation of the believers. And of course, Jesus is actually in attendance at every celebration of the Lord's Supper. He promised, where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. Whenever people think deeply about what Jesus has done for us and accept him as their Lord, whenever they worship him, he is in their hearts. Fourthly, dear listener, the supper reminds us that Jesus defeated death and is coming again to this earth. 
whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, wrote the apostle Paul, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Many of the events in the world around us seem to indicate that Jesus is coming soon. So there has never been a time when the Lord's Supper meant more than it does right now. Finally, the Lord's Supper is a chance to demonstrate your faith in Jesus. It takes more than just participating in communion to receive God's grace. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, preached Paul. Jesus requires a repentant heart, a confession of sin, believing in Jesus as the Son of God. By grace you have been saved through faith, added Paul. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Dear listener, lastly, having faith in Jesus involves actually experiencing Him in your life day by day and week by week, praying and studying and thinking about Him, wanting nothing more than to be like Him, telling others about Him through your word and your actions. True faith is never simply about participating in a religious ceremony, even a very important one, and yet what a precious and lasting message Jesus continues to give us using the symbol and the simple symbol of food. May God bless you, dear radio friend. May He strengthen your faith so that you can accept Jesus as your personal Savior. Let's pray. Gracious and merciful Father who art in heaven, Lord, we are weak and frail in our faith. May we through food, the Lord's Supper, be reminded of your sacrifice for our sins. Lord, forgive us our sins and may we through faith accept your deliverance from sin. Bless us to this end. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Here's another song.
scriptures says your world is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path psalms 119 verse 105 indeed my dear listener what a treasure we have in god's word the holy bible is relevant to today's issues and gives solid guidance for daily living with this we have almost come to the end of our program to learn more on god's word We would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio Post Box number 17 Pune 411001 Maharashtra India You could also email us on adventismediacenter@gmail.com We invite you to follow our programs also on our website that's awr.org/englishprogram This is your host Sharad And I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until we meet again via radio, we wish you goodbye and God bless you.